0: For um, because his original contract was just the just this year and next year, so yeah, for a player like Bloor to want to stay, that's massive for the club. That's massive yeah. for us as a, as a fan base to know that we have this young stallion of a bloke um who <laughs> smile who smile absolutely melts you, Josh. He wanting
1: does wanting to he stay. Does. It's that's a great smile.
0: It's great. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's um, and we've got to keep uh, those players. beyond Sean as well, like players like like Appy's extended. Um yeah, apparently probably he like those these core players, um, ballers obviously speaking highly of the clubs. There's there's a lot of despite what the club's going through at the moment, a lot of the playing group really want to um yeah, are really determined to turn turn around. You can see the way they're playing, beyond not just Sean, a lot of the players, they really do want to um steer the ship in the right direction. But just please, West Tigers, don't let another um, talented player go to the Roosters or the Storm or s- someone else that just keeps poaching all of our talent. Um, please. Uh, speaking of which, so we have locked up. So do you want to have a – do you know how to pronounce that name for me, As
0: uh, I'd have a guess at Siotame Haveya.
1: So he's a – uh, really young kid. He's un, in, under 15s. He's the nephew of the Payer. Do you remember the Payer brothers, Mickey no. Payer? Let's see how the other... oh, would come to me. Um, the Payer brothers used to be in the NRL. It's their nephew, um, the West Tigers. So keep an eye out, ear out for that name. If Az has pronounced it correctly, he's the the king of pronunciation. So I'll um, I'll back you there. I, I hazarded
0: a uh, guess at that one.
1: Uh, righto, back to the game itself 32 22 over in 22 we've had a few 22 haven't we recently i feel like we i've have. done richie's voice a few times in recent weeks uh 25000 people in hamilton yep so count the uh count the pennies bring them back home spend them spend it wisely fellas but um yeah heart, again heartbreaking as five tries for it's yeah, yeah, only down four at half time. Yeah, the, the try in half time that be it a basketball bounce or not by DWZ, like it, who had it gone into the sheds at half time, tied up. Yeah, that was a bit of a turning point. A lot of turning points, a lot of sliding doors moments in this game. As
0: yeah, there really were. Um, a lot of those plays and penalties that we gave away. Um, some of those calls that were made by the referee that were, he was just looking for something to call against us. Um, yeah, the team, the te- there was a lot of fight and a lot of heart there. I commented um, in my watch because today was obviously my first watch since I, did, I wasn't watching live. It's actually the first game, I think, in over three years that I haven't been able to watch live, um, which is something. Uh, but in my yeah in my watch today, I commented on how the the resilience and the fight back from 12 0 down when they scored those two um rapid fire tries, how good the team looked at that point. We unfortunately just lost our way and lost our momentum again and yeah um, back in the grind and they got back on top of us and stayed on top of us through the majority of the rest of the game and um, there was a couple periods there where it looked like we might actually be able to, uh, put the fight back in and potentially come back to win the game. Um, yeah, we're not playing like a wooden spoon team. We're going no, to win the wooden spoon, but we're not playing like a wooden spoon team. And mm. to me, that's probably the, the most disappointing part of this season. Yeah. Is we don't deserve the spoon. The dogs, look at how many times the dogs have had big scores put on them. They yeah. probably deserve the spoon, but they've been had a bit more class in a few games. Um, where they've managed to get the points and that's what's got them uh, I think three wins ahead Mm. of us on the ladder Um, and it's just really unfortunate that us um, a team that's had more turmoil this year than us in the Dragons who haven't won a spoon yet um, potentially could could be down here instead of us and because um, they've they've been a bit of a basket case this year too, but it's just it's just um, the way the cards have fallen is it's it's uh, ours again.
1: Uh, a few st- statistics from the game: fifty six percent possession uh, in this one to the uh, better say Waratahs again. I don't know why I keep doing that. Warriors um, completion rate: twenty six of thirty six for our boys, thirty six of. So an extra 10 sets for the Warriors here to only lose um but the yeah for such a close game. An extra 10 sets. That's that's huge. So uh running meters, yeah. The war the warriors have got uh 450 odd extra meters on us. Uh post contact meters, an extra 150. So yeah, their forwards did really get them uh a roll on tackle breaks. Uh, Warriors thirty nine to thirty three. Uh, what else have we got here? Offloads we had eight, they had four. Uh, they certainly, the Tigers certainly started throwing the ball around late in the game. Uh, what else have we got? Force dropouts none from us uh, this week. And uh, errors they can't be right. Fifteen to one. I think no, I've cut off the numbers there. I think it was fifteen to ten.
0: I think it's 15 to 10,
1: yeah. Yeah, 15 to 10. Uh, penalty count, 11 to 5. Uh, oh, you, you've, in got the Warriors. Same, you've
0: got the same column twice there. So, yeah, it is 15
1: to 10. Oh, I did too. Yeah, I was obviously <laughs> drunk putting this together. Uh, <laughs> ruck infringement, 3 to 1 uh, in our favor. So, really, so penalties uh, and ruck infringements together, it's 14 to 6. So, all that extra possession, all those extra penalties – Uh, Don't forget the inside, the 10
0: metres, they're six against as well.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So now, well, they won that by one. So I guess that brings it back. Uh, We won that by one. Sorry. So, man, the boys. Yeah, that's, this is frustrating. So
0: looking at those stats, uh, you'd think we lost the game by 20, not eight. Like for, to be outmatched in the, in like in the run metres in particular and, Um, Those departments there, we were very low on our post-contact meters compared to normal. Um, It looked like we got absolutely dominated, but we only lost by eight. We played with heart. We played with ticker.
1: 100%. Um, Appy Coruscant certainly did 52 tackles. He didn't miss seven, but that's across 80 minutes. Uh, Papa, 48 and only one missed. And uh, Johnny Bateman, 33 and three missed. Johnny Bateman, as well six tackle breaks, led the team. Uh, run meters Dane Dano 135 is only the highest, it's not very high for the best. Uh, NOFA, the best post contact meters with 39, and then a line break each for Dano, uh, Blory, uh, Dream, Bateman, and Stafford Toa. Uh, the table, uh, do we even bother looking at it? It's still last. Um, anything to add as before I. Talk about our friends at Mobile
0: Corp. Uh, No, that pretty much covers it. I'll get more into the players when we get to the player ratings.
1: Yeah, we will do the player ratings in just a second. But just talking about our friends at Mobile Corp. So uh, they support local businesses by managing their IT, their networks, and their mobile devices. If you're a local business owner looking for a partner who will take away the hassle of dealing with IT issues, make sure you have cybersecurity in place. Handle all your mobile device needs, then Mobile Corp can help. Mobile Corp is a family run business and a longtime supporter of the West Tigers, uh, all, formerly known as MLC Phones, which sponsored the Sydney Slash Balmain Tigers in the mid 90s. So reach out to our friend Stephen and the team at Mobile Corp, mobilecorp.com.au. That's mobilecorp.com.au. And moving on to lower grades, the New South Wales Cup. Uh, before first grade, they got done at 26 to 16. We didn't see any of this game. Uh, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Warriors kind of... It was pretty similar to the first grade. They kept their lead. Um, Kind of that... Yeah. I think they led start to finish in that one. But um, I did not see... That game, they're coming 11th now. I think that mathematically puts them out of finals contention. Yeah, is that right, it's, As?
0: It's, a, it's a top five or a top six, and six is yeah. eight points ahead of us with two games to play. So, yeah, they're gone. Yep.
1: Simple maths. they're gone there. Jersey flag lost to the Storm 24-18. Uh, to 18. That was at Lincoln Oval on a Saturday afternoon. Um, so the flag boys lost their second last in 11th as well. Not a good club, not a good um good year for the club at all. And our girls, they heartbreakingly lost in the final, I think it was 90 seconds ago. Cowboys went over to score to take the lead office um as the girls are now two and two.
0: Yeah, I, I when I have when I had to leave the house we were still up and I saw the score when I finally got on the train. Um, And I was heartbroken for them because they were playing so well. I'm sure they continued playing well. Um, I couldn't bring myself to watch the last bit of the game that I missed because I didn't want to see them lose in such heartbreaking fashion, especially seeing that Jasmine Peters scored a try in the 68th minute. So, yeah, with less than two minutes to go, it would have been absolutely heartbreaking for them. Um, They're playing with a lot of heart and a lot of ticker as well. Uh, They've faced adversity um, with China Pilata scoring so early into the game after we had some good ball um, on on their try line and couldn't capitalise. So the fact that they stayed in the fight, uh, they continued to stay in the fight for the whole game, uh, was really, really good to see. I'm, like I said earlier this year, if there are going to be growing pains this year, we can't expect them to win every game. Um, but what we can expect from them and what we are seeing from them is them playing with heart them playing yep. with pride and not giving up um as our men's team have done many times in the past not so much this year thankfully but we're mm. seeing a lot of good things from these girls there's a lot of bright shoot uh green shoots um in some of the youngsters and debutants like we had three debutants on the weekend and i think mm. all of them played superbly i uh, was very proud of each and every one of them um our our big name players in Kesey Apps and uh, Sarah Thomas. Actually, it was
1: Kesey. Yeah, Kesey Kezi, yeah, were... try was so good.
0: Oh, she's scored three weeks in a row now, which is mm. even crazier considering she's a forward. Um, but yeah, those two marquee signings are stepped up in both Vetti Welsh's absence. Hopefully, she'll be yeah, back. Yeah, we
1: did miss her. We did, I feel like we did miss Vetti and um, no Lutu. Either. Yeah, the
0: late the late scratching of Lutu yeah. definitely hurt the halves um, there because I think I think Pauline ended up coming back into the halves with one of our debutantes. I think it might have been Jessica Kennedy uh, stepping into the fullback position. So there was a lot of um, uncertainty around, particularly the spine. It was the spine again that was mostly affected um, mm. there. So I'm I'm really proud of the team. Obviously, there are going to be prob- there may be a few more losses to come this season. Uh, but I don't think we'll see a we loss this chimney. week because I'm looking forward to Kezi playing against her old team, especially in the form she's mm. in.
1: Uh, so the ladder there, so we are playing the Dragons. So the Dragons are what? They're one and three. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, yeah, we're two points out of the four. Is it top four?
0: It is a top four. First top and four. fourth play each other. So a win gets yeah. right um, it's, it's one semi of, yeah. of those. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah, so we really need to beat the dragons, and try and get back into the top four uh, for next week. So come on, girls! Looking for, really looking forward to watching the doubleheader, girls and boys, next uh, or this Saturday. Uh, player ratings time. So thank you for all to all of you who submitted your player ratings this week. So uh, Jareem Buller seven point eight, David Noffaluma four point five, Stafford Toa six point four. Uh, Asu Kepa Owa 5.3, Junior Tupu uh, 6.5, Dane Laurie 8.2, Luke Brooks 6.9, uh, Stefano 7.2, Appy Coruscal 8.3, uh, David Klemmer, 6.3, Isaiah Papali'i, 7.0, uh, Johnny Bateman 6.1, Vanilla Pole 6.2, Jakey Simpkin, who didn't play a single minute, I don't know why I left him in the form, but anyway, he got a 4.7 <laughs> 4. for doing nothing. I don't, know if that's, yeah, I don't know if that's harsh or fair. It really, you should give him a 5 out of 10. He doesn't play, like, I guess. Maybe but a 10 out of 10. 10. He, he didn't make a mistake. Of, yeah, no errors. So uh, 6.0 <laughs> for Alex Aeth, uh 5.7 for Alex Twall and Sean Bloor, 7.5, even though he only played 32 minutes in that game. Uh, It made a real impact as well. Uh, As any of these numbers stand out as too high or too low for you, let us know in the comments if you're watching live as well.
0: Uh, No, I honestly think most of those are a fairly accurate assessment. I would say it was probably David Clemmer's quietest game he's had since joining the club. Um, He made a few mistakes as well, so he had probably one of his I wouldn't say worst games, but one of his most mediocre games since signing for us. Um, Isaiah Papali'i, maybe he could have been rated a bit higher. John Bateman, I thought, played quite yeah, well. Yeah, I thought um, Johnny
1: Bateman it's better than a 6.1. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Fanu Apollo as well, probably closer to maybe a 7.4, 7.5. Yeah. Nofa, I think. I don't remember seeing too much of Nofa, to be honest. And I actually only just watched the game earlier this afternoon. Earlier this afternoon. Mm.
1: Well, he led the team in tackle breaks, as I said, earlier in the show. So, yeah. He ran he ran the ball pretty well so I think yeah.
0: people's people are kind of um like sour deceptions on him. and mm. yeah sour on him and that's probably what he's um rated so low for um I'm surprised that Sean only got a seven point five I thought he was absolutely sensational
1: mm. um, well, his I don't run vote for... so there's a 10 missed there
0: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um his break uh for the toa double the second of toa's tries was absolutely sublime i love mm. watching him bust the line because we know we know what he's capable of and he did it spectacularly there which was, oh, was basically so that it was the try that got us back into the match and it would have been it would have taken us to being behind by six if it wasn't for that really unfortunate um conversion attempt i mentioned earlier yeah i'm surprised dane Laurie isn't Um, highest rated. I probably would have rated him the highest out of everyone on the team. Appy beat him by uh, 0.1, but I thought Dane was absolutely sensational as well. It was probably his best game um, in quite some time considering he hasn't played all that many, and it's a shame. Like I said in our group chat, it's a shame that we're losing him, if anything, for his speed.
1: Yeah, you mentioned Sean Ball's break there, just a couple of plays in that game. He you're not on Instagram, but he put on a post on his stories after the game, apologising to the West Tigers fans for dropping the ball uh, at the end of the game. There, but the game, like, we were down eight. Like, the game was pretty much over anyway. Yeah, we he was trying to, yeah, he, was tr- to he was trying to make a play. Like, he's so harsh on himself because he, he we've rated him seven, well. Everyone's rated him seven point five there in a loss and. Yeah, like he's some of his offloads. Obviously, that line break hitting the hole. Like he he changes the game when he comes on to only play thirty two minutes. and The impact that he has. Like I'm not just being biased here. I think people surely agree with me that um, yeah, we want more below more than thirty two minutes. Like come on, Shane's, what are you doing? Um,
0: yeah, like he's he's been one of our most consistent performers. He's playing with heart. Um, if you do get a chance to have a chat to him, Josh, I want you to ask him a question for me. Because sure. you, you have the connections. Um, when he comes on, I want to know if if he's playing in the middle or if he's playing at lock or or like if he's playing as a prop or at lock or
1: because
0: mm. I'm not hundred percent sure where he's playing. I just know that wherever he is, he's doing a bang up job.
1: He can he can play in put him a half back, fuck it. Put him at seven.
0: <laughs> Give it um, a
1: go. Speaking of halves, Brooksy and Dane Laurie, it's it's bittersweet watching how how many times this year did we Say, Dane Laurie is in second grade playing five a Why can't we see give him a crack at six? Like, and then he signs with Penrith, and we do. And credit to Dane, he's he could like shut up shop and not put in. He's he's playing so well at six, and it's just it, he's going to go to Penrith, and Luai might leave, and he might get to play uh, in that awesome Penrith side, and he's going to look look good. Like, it's just unbelievable that they didn't think we were as soon as Adam went down. Like, man, we tried Will Smith before, before like, due respect to Will Smith. But, I mean, Dane Laurie's been at the club for a few years and he's shown us glimpses of great playmaking playing at fullback. Uh, oh, it's just crazy, as they didn't think of trying this earlier.
0: Yeah, we were saying it for what? I'd say it was probably at least two months. We went into our post-Easter um, Monday by thinking that when we came out the other end of it that Dane would be playing six because he had been training six at preseason and we went, he went into that bye week um, training at six as well and we honestly thought that's what we were going to see and it just never eventuated and we had Wakeham who at times did a really good job Um, But at times, kind of was a bit of a letdown too. But I'm not going to blame Wakeham too much when we got him on such a cheap deal so close to the start of the season. it's
1: nothing against him, yeah.
0: Yeah, but like you said, we had this tried and true playmaker who had a few too many drops for our liking at fullback, but showed a lot of potential as a ball player and as a playmaker. And it just seemed very, very silly to not play him there as like sooner than we sooner than we actually did. Yeah,
1: just give it a go. Like, I, I just don't understand. There has to be something more to it. Um, why he didn't get a crack, and we just hit him in second grade. So I don't know. It is what it is. It's just um, kind of happens at the West Tigers, I guess. Uh, Some of your best comments from the player rating survey. So again, thank you to everyone who did submit one. Keep an eye out on Twitter and Facebook when we post the link. I pretty much do it straight after uh, the game. So that'll be Saturday afternoon. Uh, Chris says, great effort, but no icing on the cake. Is he talking about public there? Ice, no icing on the cake. Uh, Made it hard for ourselves, but it also just seems every time we have a bad call against us, it is such a critical time. Perfect example is the no head high call in the captain's challenge. Would have changed the result of the game more than likely, 100%. Chris, uh, Michael Roberts said, just done at this stage. Don't think I can watch any more games this year of how bad the officiating is. They genuinely don't even try and hide it anymore. It's just become okay to fuck over the Tigers. 100% agree, Michael. Uh, James S. said, Dane Laurie would have been uh, an eight, at least, uh, obviously talking about his rating, at least if his defense was better, improved as the game went on. Brooks is about 50-50, rocks and donuts with his kicking. Appy tried hard as always, but not a great game defensively. It looked out of sync with his runners. Again, hard to tell who was at fault. Maybe Sheens. Isaiah probably deserved a try, even if he knocked it on, uh, was offside, and cloves lined the ref. Love him. Um Kathy said solid game, uh areas of focus and attention to detail puts pressure on us and again feels some of the ref decisions, killed our momentum. So always feel like we have to work harder than other teams physically and mentally. Uh Lance Kosh Koshkny uh, Tigers hard done by yet again by the officiating. Why can't Sheens have a crack at the refereeing and cop the fines so that we start having calls go our way? That being said, we've played really well for a couple of weeks now. So I've tipped the boys to beat the Dolphins next week. And so are the betting markets as the West Tigers are favourites to win on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I think that's a big part to do with um, what's-his-name who's just Hammer? been uh hammer might be ruled out for them but there was one confirmed today suspension um a forward that he's going ray stone he's going to be out for a couple of weeks suspended and he's um probably one of their better players this season so it's it's crazy to think that a team that's on a 10 game losing streak is favored to beat another like another team i don't think i've ever seen that before
1: hmm. Uh, Sonia Mikalev said, uh, "We never give up. This time last year, we had thrown in the towel, hundred um, percent." Yep. Mikalef, do you know? Who, 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 do you remember Sean McCarthy? Well, he's still around. Sean McAuliffe, um as talking about TV shows in the '90s again. Do you remember Full Frontal? Um, he did a character called Milo Kerrigan, the ex, the former boxer.
0: Nah, the only thing I know um, Sean McCarla from was uh, talking about your generation. So that's the that's my extent of my knowledge on him.
1: Go go YouTube after after we're done recording tonight. Go look up Milo Carrigan on YouTube. It's still one of my favorite things ever on Australian TV. He basically pretends to be a former boxer. Um, could you make the joke about? I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of stuff from back then you probably can't joke about. I guess. Can you joke <laughs> about a a boxer with HIA in this day and age? Maybe, but um, he's the best. I love Sean McAuliffe. Uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife you want to support and take part of the sh- in the show. What have the crew got for us tonight? Um Steve O just said before Chris Butler looked pregnant on Saturday. Who's C- Chris Butler? What's the referee. It? Oh, looks pregnant. Um it's an interesting maybe. Take. Yeah, I mean, was it someone from New Zealand? Was he carrying a Warriors players baby? Because he certainly was biased against I us. I love Shire. Um, uh, a username by the RB, so a bit of a rant from Mr. Beshara. Uh How and why did it take the club so long to realise Laurie's potential in the halves? Reasonable to assume we would have made a better offer than the poultry one-year deal Penrith gave him. Why not give him a chance earlier? I didn't read this earlier, but he's pretty much repeating what I just said as well. I haven't actually read this yet. So, if he failed, so be it. At least you'd know our season was over a long time ago. Same goes for Tristan Riley. Uh, Persisting the likes of Talau who's leaving, uh, and Kepaola, who showed he isn't a centre, is poor decision making by a coaching staff. Even Buller was fourth choice fullback given. Laurie Dwayhe and Sainz got starts there before him. I think the Buller thing. Was due to he couldn't play until a certain round, but um, be as it may. This is further proof of failure to identify talent when it's sitting right in our lap. And reports earlier in the year that Sean Bloor was asked to look elsewhere, yet now he's showing what we all knew two years ago only fools would lose a young forward of his talent who wants to be part of the club. Would anyone think that Bloor, Laurie, Joffa, and Hastings wouldn't be in our best 17? Only that these de- decision makers at Concord would say no. It's mind-boggling. With two exclamation marks, he um he was fired up with the keyboard there, Mr. Bashara. We we all miss him, but um gotta agree with every- everything he said there. As
0: absolutely, he hit the nail on the head as he always does, and I I agree. We we miss him, but his mental health and taking a break is priority number one. Hopefully, we do see him back. Maybe later this season, if not next season.
1: Uh, good comment from Jason D here. He said Butler wasn't pregnant. It was just all the cash up his jumper that the Warriors have paid him. Nice work, Chase. The bulletproof uh, top, top, on the way out. Top-tier uh, com- comment,er Jason D. Uh, uh, Shane Cole, our Benji Marshall-tier Patreon. So he just said, Tim Sheens, uh, we might be losing, but we're not getting beat. What the F, what a prick. This shows <laughs> this fossil is way past it. He was uh, pretty much admitted he was happy with m- mediocrity. Good effort from the guys, but I can't stand Shane's. I wish you'd piss off forever. Shane, you paid your money and I'll read it out, but uh, love your passion. Um, <laughs> Righto, our next show, I've got 8.30 Wednesday on this and then as reminding me that the Tillies, of course, are playing at 8 o'clock on Wednesday, so we will go live at 7.30. Again, on Wednesday, we don't want to get in the way of the Tillies. So we'll try and um, we'll preview that game and uh, yeah, not step on the toes of our beloved Tillies and get out of the way. So everyone can hopefully watch them beat England. And then yeah, we'll preview the, the boys playing the dolphins and the girls playing the dragons in a double header, which I'm really looking forward to as finally we can go. What was the last game that we went to? When were the West Tigers last in Sydney? I can't remember. The
0: oh, Sharks in we... round
1: 19, six weeks ago. Uh, of course. Where was I? I was in Fiji. Yeah, that's how long it's been. I was going to say, why the was last that... one
0: for the last one for you would have been round seven, six, to, 16 against the storm then?
1: Man, it's Sean Balls going to score a try. I, I haven't seen, I missed Sean Blaw's try in the last.
0: <laughs> you did, you did too. I, that's was... right, because that was in the Sharks game.
1: Uh, so he has, he has to score one for me on uh, On Saturday afternoon. So fingers crossed. We'll preview that game. Yeah, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Uh, thank you to everyone who's joined us again tonight. It's been, a, we're up to round 25 this week and you guys have stuck solid with us all season and we truly appreciate every single one of yous. Uh, as anything else before we say goodnight to Big Dog,
0: I will. What I will do is I'll do a quick three, two, one for the girls because I didn't do that before. Um, I meant to.
1: I also put that in the poll now. I'll go quickly calculate that too. So do that for me.
0: Righto. So my my three I'd give to Sarah Tokatuki. She was an absolute workhorse up front. um, Made a vast majority of our meters upfield. I think she passed two hundred again. Um, which is absolutely sensational, especially in a losing side. Uh, Kesey Apps, our captain and co-captain, I'll give the two points to. She was absolutely spectacular as well. And one I'll give to uh, Emily Curtin, who was a dynamo in both attack and defense, uh, line breaks, half breaks. She was everywhere um, and I enjoy watching her play and um, she's showing why I really hoped the club would sign her and her sister, and I'm glad they did.
1: Uh, so, looking at it now, it's pretty clear three, two, one from the voters about me, even um, calculating it. So, Sarah Togatuki, clear number three. Uh, Kezia Apps, clear number two. And Emily Curtin, clear number one. Also, uh, some votes for Pauline. Uh, how do I say her surnames as?
0: Pillaye Rasabale.
1: So she got a couple of votes as well. Rakeya Horn uh, got a vote, and as did uh, Josie Linaz. So um, thank you to all who voted in that as well.
0: I agree with the people, and I didn't even know what the people said. Yeah,
1: you as said? you as you were reading it. Um, <laughs> yeah, quick question from Mister Shane Cole: Does the podcast go through the grand final, or just the end of the season? We'll go right up to grand final again. This year, so we'll, um, yeah, we'll do the end of season survey. Um, yeah, try the and good,
0: the good thing is in the first two weeks of finals, in the first two weeks of finals, we still have the girls. We got the girls, playing.
1: of course. Yeah, yeah. we still got the girls, so um, they might go um, to the grand final. Who knows? So
0: they could, or at the very least, the semi final, which would be prelim mm. week. So there's still plenty of um, previewing and reviewing to do in that regard. There'll especially be news as we there'll get be... towards the end of the season.
1: Yeah, there'll be plenty. Look, they won't go for. A, an hour and a half the episodes, but be plenty to talk about. We might even um, get Mister Bashara back on for a few fun. If the season's done, maybe his heart rate will uh, have come back down, and we can, yeah, do the sur- The end of season survey is always fun to see what the people were thinking. Although it's going to be hard to vote for best moment of the year in our survey. It was hard to do in the West Tigers one um, <laughs> today, so ours will have a few. Maybe have a few more options in that. So. Um. Yeah, we'll, we'll think of some fun things to do in the uh last four weeks of the. Um,
0: we, we we did that rewatch. Or we did that watch along of a game last.
1: We did try week. that, didn't we? we yeah, could we try could that try again. that again. Yeah, that was. I mean, we'll try and work out a better way of doing it because the ads, the YouTube ads, kind of ruined it, and we all went out of sync and that sort of thing. But um yeah, maybe that's something we can look at doing as well. If anyone's got any ideas. Shoot them through, podcast at westlife.com. If you want to come on the show, have a rant or something, yeah. Go Tell us really why you break. are
0: or aren't excited for next season as well, potentially.
1: Yeah. So there'll be plenty. We'll go right up to uh, the October long weekend and then have a little break after that. So uh, thank you to – every yeah, again, thank you to all who have joined us live tonight on YouTube and Facebook, and we'll see you at 7.30 on Wednesday. Uh, firstly, as go the Tillies, go the Tillies, and go the Tigers,
0: go the Tigers.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of the West Life Podcast. Please follow us at West Life Pod on Instagram and at Twitter, and Facebook.com forward slash West Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at Patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another another episode of the West Life Podcast.